Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. This is Brian Painter with the footballpurist.com talk on podcast. I'm here at the Irish American after Liverpool beat Brighton 1-0. I'm joined by my longtime partner. I prefer esteemed colleague. Yeah, esteemed okay. colleague. Well, that's a solid point. Esteemed colleague, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Tyler Vinyl. We're top of the league, baby. <laughs> top of the league, baby. Top of the league. 1-0 <clears throat> is not what we expected. We figured it would be a bigger defeat. Uh, for Brighton, uh, we figured Liverpool put more goals in. They didn't, but we still came away with three points. What did you think of the match? So, it's a tough one. You know, you and I were talking about it during the match. The front three really haven't clicked yet. And it's interesting to watch because there's so we, we know what they can do when they're on. And maybe it's a little bit of rust from the World Cup. Maybe it's a little rust from the summer. You got their holidays in. But we're winning games now almost purely on defense. Because Van Dyke, Gomez, that partnership looks rock solid. Allison is literally juggling the ball over players in the back. Like, <laughs> he was amazing. Like we both looked at each other when he like when he like flicked it over the guy's head and said, "Yeah, thanks, was, for, thanks for playing, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna see listen, you later." Listen, five plays later, he got a little confident in the back and almost yeah, got yeah, stripped. But yeah, well, but, point. but you know what? Like that defense, that that just like structure back there, that core, those three really seem to have an understanding. I love it. It's spectacular. They're winning us games right now. Yeah, I mean, I, we're unbeaten at home in since 2017. Like, it's crazy. Like, April of 2017, we're unbeaten at home, yeah. which, I mean, wow. The, 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 the goals, you know, three clean sheets on the bounce, like, that's not typical for Liverpool. What did you think of Gomez... Uh, you touched a little bit on it, but Gomez and Van Dyke in the back with Trent and Rabo. I, I think Lovren, Matip, your typical first choice professional senior center backs are going to have a hard time getting into this back four. I, I think Gomez has played spectacular each of these games. He was, you know, Arnautovic got away from him one time when we played West Ham. Zaha got away from him one time, maybe two. Benteke gave him some trouble here and there. But Gomez has fit in really well. And I've seen a lot of interviews with uh, Van Dyke saying his understanding with Gomez, both on and off the pitch, is great. They seem to be friendly off the pitch, which obviously lends itself to a, a solid partnership. They've been very good. And, you know, our outside backs, the Liverpool outside backs, Trent, Rabo. I don't know. They've, they've got to be, yeah. be the... If they're not the best... Yeah. They're certainly one of the best. I mean, I mean, you could argue City with Mendy. Yeah, and so I, I hate that argument. Mendy's got like three ga- three Prem games under his belt. He was injured all last season. Everyone's blasting on about him being the best Prem left back. There's no, there's no uh, portfolio of work there. He really hasn't done anything <laughs> for me yet. He's got a couple of assists. He's played a couple of games. Robertson did it every game he played last season. He really is a solid 7 to 8 out of 10 every single time. And when he's good, he's unstoppable. Those crosses, he's just lethal. Lethal. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, our defense has been lights out um, since Van Dyke came into the side. Again, Klopp maintained the lineup that he had for the first two games. It's unchanged. Genie, Milner, and Keita. What did you make of the midfield? 
Ah, you know that's my. Uh, yeah, that's I, I'm your, the that's, most. That, that's your. That's your. That's your bag. Of, you know, that's your bag. Having played there, I am most judgmental about that. I think that Hendo is going to end up back in this lineup pretty soon. I think his position. We were talking about it during the match. Did you hear bit. that, Jeff? He's going to yeah, end up back yeah. in the lineup. I, I think he's coming back in. His positioning is just. You know, Genie's actually done a really like suitable job. It's a new position for him. He only started there at the end of last year. I think against City was the first in the Champions League. It was the first time he played the six. And he's been sort of the deepest lying of the three midfield. And he's done a very serviceable job. And he's like, you know, he, he's a suitable player for that. But I think Hendo, like when he came on, you saw his positioning. When balls were cleared and like possible, cr- possibly creating counterattacks, he was there to sweep everything up and just topoke it away, reset the play and keep the ball in Liverpool's possession. And I thought his positioning was noticeable when he was on the field. He did a good job. I, I think... Milner's starting to look a little bit tired. He created the goal, but I think like you know, we gotta be realistic in that he's. I think he's 32 now. You know, you gotta give him, give him some rest. Let Nab Nabby. I was very confused as to why he got taken off. I thought he was spectacular. You know, he was the first player to come off, but yeah, he's had a lot of minutes. But he is something else, man. He looks good. I think Milner could use a rest, and I think Hendo's gonna come in for Genie in the next few games. Yeah, I mean Nabby. I mean, I was surprised by the sub too. We both looked at each other in the pub and we're like, what? Why are you taking Nabby off? Like, that didn't make any sense to me. But then again, um, Klopp gets paid, what, $6 million a year to manage Liverpool? <laughs> and I'm sitting in a pub having a $5 pint with uh, Tyler Vinyl. Um, but no, I I agree with you. I think I think Hendo comes in. He came in and, you know, did what Hendo does. Yeah, he wasn't spectacular, but he did the job of a six. And he looks, he's good at it. He knows the position now. So you had an interesting take when we were sitting in the pub about the front three and and they certainly are good and they're you know Salah got the goal today Firmino assisted him I mean Milner's tackle to win that back and and put them on the break I mean Milner you can say what you want about him but the guy just fucking keeps showing up and that tackle at the end of the game where he absolutely (laughs) fucking (laughs) tabletopped the dude was awesome I was that's my. I mean, he's getting man of the match for me, but just just because of that tackle, um, because you know I like a good tackle. Absolutely. Uh, I but it, I mean, I you had you, yeah. <laughs> you had a, you had an interesting take on uh, the front three. I'm, I'm, uh, say it to the listeners. All right, all right. So, and this is completely conjecture. There's nothing to back it up. It's just based on you know uh, body body language, more or less. But you know. I'm going to pose the question to the audience, but does it seem like maybe there is a clashing of egos in our front three? You know, I, I think it's more got to be more so Mane than anybody else. But the body language when he scores, you know, it reminds me of Phil after his head turned, you know, when he got stuck with us, so to speak, after the first failed move to Barcelona. He was still there scoring goals and doing his thing, but he just wasn't, didn't seem happy to be there. And Mane's doing his thing and like they're playing well but something's just not clicking and then when Mane's scored the couple of goals that he scored they're not celebrating with the same gusto and maybe it's just early days and like the everyone's sort of getting reacquainted and all that stuff but the body the body language amongst the front three suggests that maybe there's not the solidarity that there was last season when you know, they were doing group celebrations when they each scored a hat trick and we beat somebody 9-0, you know? <laughs> and maybe that's part, part and parcel of only winning one nothing. But um, I don't know. I'm curious. And, again, complete conjecture, nothing to back it up. Right. But it seems like, you know, Imani still hasn't signed his contract yet, even though they gave him the number 10 and they're working on it. And 
you know, there's no signs of a delay. Just curious if something's going on there. Well, you know, I didn't even put two and two together until you brought it up to me today. And I was kind of like, I didn't really notice it until you brought it up. And then I was like, well, yeah, you know what? They haven't been, like, going balls to the wall celebrating. But then again, I'm looking at it. It's like the third, second, third game of the season. You know, it's not like them doing it in the Champions League. Because, like, a lot of those celebrations are Champions League type of celebrations. Or against City or against big teams. Um, like when Bobby took off his shirt and was like, you know, they like were faking off his. He loves so, the fake shirt. And oh. then, and then we saw when Mane came off for Sturge today, they gave a little, uh, they gave a little slap of the hand. He dapped him up. He dapped him yeah, up. Yeah, da- <laughs> <laughs> he, d- he definitely dapped him up. And we're kind of like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And Sturge is back, um, you know, back in the side. You know, one of the things I I wanted to ask you about was Allison. I didn't... It's kind of like you don't know what you missed until you actually, you know, like, have missed something. Except the reverse. <laughs> yeah, right. Except the reverse, yeah. I didn't realize what a good goalkeeper was until I actually had a good goalkeeper. I mean, come on. Seriously, like, that save he made on that header... At the end of the game. At the end of the game. minute. Like, he out. was going the wrong way. He came back. Like, I, I mean, mean, what do you... I, spoilers, that was my man of the match. Uh... <laughs> That's where I was. That's where I was going to end up. But I, I think. He, By the way, mine's Millie. <laughs> but no question. As soon as he he could have had three own goals, and once he put in that tackle, he would have been your man of the match. One honey. <laughs> um, no, Allison really. You know, he had that one moment where he sort of was a little too casual in possession in the back. I, I mentioned earlier, but other than that, he didn't put a foot wrong. We we looked at each other in the first half. He came out and cleared like two corners in a row, and he's punching the ball away. Didn't even. I mean, I think it's you'd have to look back to Pepe Reina when he was really in his prime to the last time we had a, a goalie on that level just so commanding and solid in his job and what he's supposed to do. And then he adds another element with his just ability on the ball and distribution and juggling players out of the back. Like, come on. That's, well, that Brazilian player ju- The juggling is, player thing was, was retarded. Ridiculous. I mean, it was, an, it was insane. And... I don't even know what to make of that because I was like, "What?" But then he got a little cocky and he, 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 yeah. he almost lost it. Was like, it. yeah, it was like two yeah, plays later. I yeah. know, but I mean, to be fair, to be fair, like that save, and then he had another one that um, he saved. He just looks so reassured in net. He does. Like he, he just he, his it, mistakes are when he's doing stuff out of the back because it happened twice. It happened once very early in the first half. He got caught a little bit back there too, like out of position, and you know. But you know what? That's part of. Having a goalie that's going to look for a pass instead of every keeper that we've had, LFC have had in recent history, when you play the ball back to him, they're just booting it. Allison is picking passes. He's waiting. He needs the time to pick who he wants to pass it to, and then 80% of the time he's hitting the right pass. And he's, like, knocking it 50 yards to a player, which is completely different from a goalie just clearing his lines. And that's not what he does. He doesn't clear his lines. He distributes the ball. No, like well, when he did the little flick over somebody's head, uh, I can't even remember the. I don't know if it was maybe Murray. Murray. Yeah, maybe Murray. <laughs> Which is sad because I like Glenn Murray. Yeah, Glenn Murray's but... a solid player. I, I don't have any issues with Glenn Murray, but um, you know he did that little thing. I thought he was gonna boom it, and he didn't. Just like a nice delicate pass. I know, but like you know, like sometimes like 
for emphasis. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> like, fucking clear your lines, dude. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I like it. I like that he's actually... I mean, they showed against Palace his distribution chart. He was, like, I want to say he was high 80s in distribution percentage. He hit, I think it was 21 out of 23 passes. And more than 70% of the passes were over half. Which means he's picking out players and finding them. And actually, like, starting the counter. We, we saw it in preseason with that ball to Salah that everyone talks about. He's just... He's someone who can actually pass, and I like that more than somebody just clearing the ball and hoping Firmino can challenge for a header. Right, because, I mean, Firmino's amazing. Yeah, he does it. He, yeah, he no, gets up. I mean, Firmino's amazing, but, like, at the end of the day, like, we don't have, like... No, we're not a, we're not a front. Team. Yeah, not we a don't have Benteke up front. He's not going to go out and win some headers. Um, so, three wins, three clean sheets, top of the table. Where does where where do we go from here? No, we got Leicester. no one's going to score on us until <laughs> December, man. <laughs> well, we got Leicester next weekend, and you've got a Leicester side without Vardy. Right, 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 right. So, because he's because he's he really is a nemesis, isn't he? Yeah, he's. I mean, I'm thinking back to that. He's a a proper twat. Belter he scored against us when Mignolet was in that, and he just volleyed it upper ninety. Yeah, and then the one Lucas gave him like yeah. Oh, and he passed it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Lucas, I love you, by the way. No, no, no. no shade. Hey, dude. Like, like I get it, but no shade um, on Lucas. Lucas Leiva is is a soldier, and he can do whatever he needs to. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So do you think do you think Klopp's gonna go unchanged next week? So, I mean, I, I got to be honest. I think he does. I don't think he changes shit against Leicester. The only place I could see change is in the midfield. I think you maybe you won't see Hendo. St- I, I don't know. I'm curious because they've performed well. They have not been spectacular. You know, we, the the team hasn't gelled 100 percent yet. The backline's not changing. I can't imagine that. They look so you- good. Why, why would you no. change the back line? I mean... Yeah, were well, you going to put Lovren three, in there? Three, put a stick of dynamite three. in there? <laughs> I'm not putting Lovren in this lineup anytime Joey, that soon. was for you, buddy. Um, three clean sheets on the bounce? Yeah. You, you know, no, no, like, you, don't, you don't touch this. And I, like I said, I think the other center backs... I like Matip. I think he's a good footballer. I think he's going to have a hard time. Well, he got a cameo today. Like, what, he did. I mean, like, at right back. For, for Well, I guess it was more of a three back, but still... Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, you went, I think they went three at the back. Yeah, and then I think, yeah, I think they dropped somebody dropped Milner, it on the yeah. right a little bit. And, but, but I think that Gomez has done enough to assert himself, and I think that's great. I, I everyone on our pod was talking about Gomez filling in at center back. Why isn't Klopp doing it? We needed him at right back last year because we only because Klein was out the entire time. Right. Now you've got Nathaniel Klein, 24, 25 years old, a very, very, very good right back benched for our 19-year-old, 20-year-old Alexander-Arnold, so in in the wings, you have a brilliant Klein's, right back. Klein's England's third best, well, maybe second best right back. So, you know, well, I, I mean, I'm actually a big Trent fan, and you know that, and I yeah, think... Yeah, no, no, I mean, Trent's brilliant, like, so, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, what about that crossfield pass on the volley, yeah. side side foot, yeah, side both, volley, oh yeah, my side God. volley, like, crossfield, oh, hit, hit solid oh. right, right in stride, I'm that like... something else. I'm like, made. did he just really do that? Like The cameraman I, couldn't even keep up with him. I would have been... I, my, like, I told you uh, we were watching the match, I would have been like, my <laughs> fucking kick would have been in fucking Roseanne. <laughs> And it would have been terrible. He, you, with him, you have the benefit of a midfielder playing right back, and I think, I think you do see that. And I, I think he gets a lot of crap for giving away possession. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, he's not playing well because he's trying to force balls in. But if you look at the incisive passes that he plays, even the ones that don't come off, I appreciate it because he's trying to do something. 
he sees Firmino or Salah in in between the center backs and the sitting center midfielder, and he yeah. tries to slip it in there, and sometimes it doesn't work. But when it does, it's probably the most dangerous that as a team Liverpool can be because you've got a ball to Firmino in the middle of the field about just 20 yards out and then you have Salah and Mane and Keita and everybody making runs off of him when he can get that ball in he just creates havoc and it's really only him you know Anderson's a true outside back crossing the ball getting to the corner getting to the byline and crossing it in Trent is more looking for a forward looking incisive pass and I think that's rare for a an outside back and it doesn't come off. It probably comes off like 50, 60% of the time. But when it does, it's it's worth the effort. It's worth the trying. And I think it's uh, he's playing better than people think he is. No, I, I yeah, I mean, People listen, are giving him a lot of well, shit. Well, because but. he hasn't been crossing the ball well. And right. you figured he, he would put some in like Robbo did for the goals and right. stuff like that. He hasn't done that yet. But I think it, you know, listen... I think he's what still nineteen. Yeah, he's a young kid. Yeah, he's like, a young kid. And he's playing out of position for where he played. I guess if you're only nineteen, you don't really have a position just, yet. Yeah, no, no. But no. Uh, like, he's just happy to be in the side. Exactly. Like, I'm just very happy to be here. <laughs> for sure. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> um, the the last piece of this is Klopp. He's been very cool, calm, city tied. This morning, we've got... Wolves look good, man. Yeah, they look good. Fucking get in, Wolves. They're going to be hard. <laughs> you mean the Portuguese B team? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Portuguese international team, well, but the B funny. side. I, yeah. I, I heard of a funny story about Wolves, not to derail the Liverpool conversation, but they have more Portuguese players playing for Wolves than Porto and in Lisbon sporting? do. <laughs> That's funny. They, they look good, man. Like In their starting lineup. like it's, fun. I mean, it's absolutely The fact that they got... Jao Matinho, Jao, Matinho. I mean, he's some. He's a good player. He's a real player, yeah, and Neves he's is, orchestrating. Ne- him yeah. and Neves in the midfield. Remember yeah. when ne- it was Neves instead of Fabinho that we were rumored to get? You know, I thought it was probably all conjecture because nothing really other materialized. And I was like, oh, he's just he's a championship player. I don't know that we replace Emery Shan with uh, a championship player. That would have been a good signing. <laughs> he, looks, he looks quite good, that kid. Yeah, no, no, he does. He does. And he plays your favorite midfield position. Yes, he does. All right, Tyler. I think I know who you're going to say, but who's your man of the match? Anytime a goalkeeper juggles over a player out of the back, you know, uh, he's got to be my man of the match. <laughs> got to be. So Allison. Allison's a massive shot. Cru- crucial saves, um, coming I mean, out and clearing his lines. He, he must have had four or five punches today where there's no way Minulay or Karras, they're, they're fluffing at it, they're getting stuck in the traffic. He just really seems to know his position and know what his job is. I'm I really mean, his, happy with his, him. That, that save he had at the end. Yeah. And then the other thing that I was looking at was uh, in the first half on that corner, he just came out, double-fisted it, and got it clear. 20 like, yards, yeah. Punches. Like, Real and punch. it's so casual. And this is what we've missed for so long with a decent goalkeeper. Who knew? We were making do, and there was, a, there was a time period last season where I, on this pod, talked about how good I thought Karius had been playing. And the truth is, he had been playing really well. well he, he, was, he was winning us games. We, was, we don't give up many shots. But he so. was not, even at his best, Karius was not playing like this. No. So what Klopp said is 100% it's true. very casual. I, he was not replacing Karius. He was not out. It was nothing that Karius did. Klopp just found one of the best goalies in the world and went out and bought him. And, and he got him at the price. Yeah. He, you know, he said, Probably, his, he said okay. as much. Like, if I, 
I was buying Carius anyways. No, buying or by, Allison. Or buying yeah. Allison, yeah. Allison anyways. Carius just accelerated it a little right. bit. Right, no, but I was buying Allison anyways if I could get him at the right price. Right. Regardless of... No, he's... The cha- regardless of the Carius' shit in the Champions League, which we were both there for. Yeah, I saw and, clips... Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, so I have actually never brought myself to watch the game no, televised because we were there and just that night haunts me. And I was yeah. saying to earlier today, uh, Vietnam... It could, it could have been the elevator that we were in. <laughs> we might have actually been haunted. Um, no, no, I, I'm fuck saying fuck I still have crazy. Vietnam flashbacks of hearing Alay, Alay, Alay. Every time there's a, a light humming noise in my ear, I can hear Alay, Alay, Alay in Kiev. Shevchenko <laughs> Park. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't watched the game, but the other day I you know, was on social media and I saw a clip of Karius and his various mistakes in the Champions League, yeah. and they were really were atrocious. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully now we've got a goalie that's going to be, you know, Pepe Reina-esque and get us in that level. Pepe Plus, man. Yeah, so exactly. We'll call it. Exactly. Pepe Reina Plus. Um, my man of the match has to go to Millie. <laughs> yeah, that makes <laughs> just sense. Cause, just because he's a fucking hard-ass, stuck-in dude. For our viewers at home, Painter almost had a fucking aneurysm when <laughs> Millie flipped that guy. And also uh, when he got his studs-up challenge, which probably should have been a red card, by yeah, the way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He got stuck into time totally. after time. You know, he just throws it about. You know, he's not the biggest dude, but he is really just a soldier. And I love it. And I know yeah. you do, too. <laughs> yeah, so... Millie, who set up the first goal, was a fucking stallion at 32 year old. <laughs> and I like the older guys because I'm an older guy. But, uh, anyways. With our man of the match shout, let's take some shots. Man of the match some. shouts. Cheers. Uh, this has been Brian Painter and Tyler Vino from the Irish American in downtown Manhattan. We will be back to you next week with Lesta. Talk about